Hey there, Destructorinos. Before we talk about Teardown, I would like to thank some folks. Folks like Iron Guy 410 Zach Sanchez, Jim Davis, Bobby Bruski, and Carlo Espino. All of these are people who have gone to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and kicked us some money and helped support the, the network and all of the shows on the network and the people who make the shows on the network. Uh, you can be like them by going to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Thanks. <laughs> Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a Games Club favorite. <laughs> and this yep. week, yeah, changing it up, mix yeah. up this time. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this week, we're talking about a uh, t- talking about Teardown. It's a puzzle game developed by Tuxedo Labs for the PC in 2020. And this is a coal jam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not like the coal jam I have to scrape off the bottom of my car every morning. Yeah. Um, I the, put it there uh, until you learn. <laughs> yeah, it's the well, not put so much as secrete. <laughs> well, you not know. learn so much as flee. <laughs> um, this is uh, so you brought this. I'm really glad you did. This mm-hmm. is a great game. Uh, I got a recommendation for you, real quick. Okay, just before we get into this, I in researching this, I did not realize this was made by some of the people who made Smash Hit. You ever play Smash Hit? I never played Smash Hit. Oh, it's great. It's a, it's an, it's like one of my favorite iOS games. Hmm. Uh, it is, you are on a roller coaster basically, and you're flinging ping pong or not ping pong. Oh, uh, I have, off. I have played that. Yeah. You talked about that. Yeah. That's where you're throwing uh, pinballs at glass, right? Yes. At glass <laughs> panes, which is the most satisfying thing you can do in a video game that you can't do in real life. <laughs> um, and this game captures tons of that energy. And when I saw like, oh, some of the developers of smash hit mm-hmm. went on to make this, I was like, oh shit. There we go. That makes tons of sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, I knew Smash they had an iOS company, but I didn't put together the the that those went uh the, those went hand in hand. Hell yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh no, um, just people people who've watched my streams know that I'm crazy about this game. I did a bunch of this on Duckstream last year. Uh I've just done a few odds and ends streams of kind of the the the, the pre 1.0 version of this. Uh crazy into it. And I'm very happy that we're getting a chance to talk about it here. Yeah, it's way good. Uh, recommended and there's no spoilers or anything. So you can wait until the end of the episode mm-hmm. for us to, uh, to sell you on it before you go <laughs> out and buy it. But I recommend you go play it, especially now that it's out. Uh, yes. Which we'll talk about. Yeah. Uh, in this game, you play as the owner operator and sole employee <laughs> of a teardown company, uh, in the fictional okay. region of Lockell. Um, yeah. you know, tear down like it's an actual thing. Like if a building needs to go away, the hire demo people to, you know, to, oh. to, 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 to take it down or replace it. Yeah. I, I know that, but it, you, you just play a criminal in this that does crime things. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, just, no, there's no company. Nope. Like, that's not that's not what you're doing. You're not officially getting hired to do that, do jobs. <laughs> um, 
you basically constantly take on shady uh, breaking and entering jobs in order to keep your mom uh, in coffee. Yes. And uh, heat and, and whatnot. And, and stuff like that. Um, and eventually build yourself a nice, like there is a weird little sub theme about uh, throughout this game about how crime pays. Mm-hmm. Um, and you slowly make yourself rich. Yeah. Addition. What, what begins as, as desperation is actually something you're doing because it's fun and you want the money. <laughs> I, I love, I love the way that your home base improves between every episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very good. <laughs> uh, uh, it's a first person game. Uh, and you go out to a handful of maps. You're going to go to them with repeating goals. and They're going to have different kind of world states uh, to them. And uh, you have to fill, do these objectives. There are mandatory and optional objectives. And most of your tools are uh, elements of destruction. Yes. Uh, to accomplish those goals. The goals are not always destroy. No. Uh, oftentimes they're not. Mm-hmm. But your tools are destroy as your verb. Yes. Uh, you're going to be destroying. Um, uh, basically everything requires you to tear a bunch of stuff down <laughs> in order to make your uh, to plan your route, which is really what this is about. Uh, that is aided by the engine of this. Like this is a game that was made engine first and then they built a game around it. Um, but uh, uh, you'll recognize this game in screenshots uh, because it's made entirely out of these destructible voxels uh, rendered as tiny little cubes. Um, mm-hmm. and pretty much everything is physics modeled. Uh, there are different kinds of different kinds of materials, you know, dirt, wood, metal, plastic, glass, etc. Um, and they destroy under different conditions. There are some quirks about this, like a building will kind of stay standing upright if, if it is secured with one brick, you know, it's, it's jinky as hell. Oh yeah. <laughs> like the, the whole thing is nonstop jank. Like it is not, uh, it's physics based and mm-hmm. it has its own consistent physics. It's not like bad rats yeah. with non-deterministic physics, <laughs> um, but they're deterministic within the weird way, like version of this world mm-hmm. uh, that you have. Um, so like I, I find there to be a lot of jank in how things behave. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, but it's not a bad thing because the second half of this game, other than the like executing a plan part is dumb chaos. Oh Yeah. That happens. That's you know comedy chaos that happens <laughs> in any kind of break shit game. Yeah, you're uh, the, the the slapstick that happens when uh, when plans go wrong, and that's kind of my thesis about this. Like I I love about this what I loved about uh, like heat signature, right? Which is it is mm-hmm. this it is this perfect meeting place of meticulous planning and unpredictable chaos. You know, mm-hmm. um, I just I I love I love that intersection that intersection. It is really interesting to me. Yeah, it's a it's the same thing that uh, the best moments of Hitman. Yep, rely on you know it's a it the best thing that can happen is plans going wrong mm-hmm. in a in a video game, uh, and you can you can definitely kind of crank that needle a little bit too far. Yes, um, I know that like uh, you know tons of people uh, you know our friend Will mm-hmm. really big fan of Monaco, which has never worked for me. Mm-hmm. I can't I don't know if you ever got into that. No, um, but that also has plans going wrong. It just has never been fun for me to play. Mm-hmm. you know um this this does plans go wrong in a way that actually works yeah uh at least for me yeah. um the uh so you get these tools throughout you have access to a variety of tools you unlock them as you go you gain experience kind of as you go through missions uh and you upgrade these with money and you get money by doing uh stealing valuables from levels before you kind of instigate the chaos yes um this is a minor bugbear i have with the mm-hmm. game and it makes more sense to talk about it here than an individual level yeah uh, it can be real bland to sweep a level for treasure yeah yeah um you can usually do it while you're scoping out 
mm-hmm. things, but the levels are pretty big. They're, they're dense. They're made to be used for multiple stages. Yeah. Uh, so it can, it can just get irritating for me. Treasure just became this thing that if I happened to run into it, I grabbed it mm-hmm. and I didn't worry too much about optimizing I, uh, my, my scores. I played that same uh, tools. I played that same way. Um, just because yeah, it was a bummer searching every nook and cranny for it. And I didn't feel like I fell behind any power curves. You know, yeah. I still played and managed to, you know, get the, all of the optional objectives in the majority of these in the major, in uh, the majority of these, uh, missions in the first game, you know, the first part of the game. So yeah, it is kind of meant to be played. I think the way that we played it, where if you run across it, then you, then you snag it. The, the other thing that is a minor, uh, bugbear, and this, this plays into optional objectives for me, mm-hmm. um, was, and th- this is, I, I really liked this game a lot. I'm not just getting my complaints out of the way now, uh, is that as you get more tools, it does enable more efficient strategies. Mm-hmm. So I think that you are encouraged to replay these levels. Yes. Yeah. You know, um, I find that to be a little bummer, like coming back because you're going back to the levels regardless mm-hmm. for new objectives. They reuse them a lot. Going back and doing the same objectives with more tools to do more optional objectives mm-hmm. feels a little padding-y. A little bit. Like, like you can barely do the optional objectives initially. I'm sure, you know, speedrunners can do it. Like there are people who can do, mm-hmm. do them right out the box with no tools. Yeah. Having to come back uh, later in the game to redo it feels a little like grindy to me or like farmy or something. Yeah. And it's um, I, my relationship with that is it's kind of in a similar way to finding the stealable valuables, which is mm-hmm. like, you know, if you're going through every mission doing the main ones and like maybe a couple of the optional ones that happen to be on your way, you do not by any means have to be a completionist in order to succeed. What ends up happening, like the way that that goes is each of the objectives that you get as to your total experience by doing all of them as soon as you can, like 100%ing a level, what you end up getting is maybe a new tool a couple of missions earlier than previously. You can jump the curve a little yeah. bit. So yeah. So you can you can kind of do that grinding early on in order to avoid it later. Yeah. Um, you can also, uh, what I want to set an expectation, I guess, just for people who are who have uh, the Gary grind set, <laughs> is that you don't have to redo levels no. if you don't want to. You can just go through the game and get optional objectives when they show up, mm-hmm. uh, but don't sweat them. Yeah. Um, a lot of people in the Slack, you know, that's kind of our, you know, that's a small subset of our listeners, but it's a way for me to watch people talk about the game. Mm-hmm that they're playing uh we're like really struggling with it and i think it's because they were trying to get the optional objectives right off the bat yeah without a lot of tools um and like again it's possible but it it's harder than it needs to be and it's probably not very fun yeah my suggestion would be like make your plan like okay here's my route that i would need to go to get all of these but then be very quick to all right well i can't get that because i'm still halfway across the map when the timer goes out uh, so I'm going to skip this one, this one, and this one, you know, just start cutting the optional objectives off, um, and just see how many you can get before you can make it with your, co- with your current tool set. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or ignore them completely. Yeah. And just do the base objectives and have a, a breezier experience. Yeah. Um, which is also fine. It, it mm-hmm. kind of depends on how much time you want to spend in this world. Yeah. And the game gives you lots of ways around that by also having a really fun, um, sandbox mode. Yeah. We'll talk about when we talk about different modes. Yeah. And while we're kind of making our little statements about this, I am a sicko for this game. <laughs> so like mm-hmm. I really enjoy finding the perfect path through these or getting a, getting everything, uh, at least making a, uh, a very strong attempt at it. 
uh, this is the rare game that gets around my aversion uh, to looking for perfection just because the planning loop of this is really satisfying to me. It scratches a particular itch. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a, it can be in, in, enjoyed at multiple levels. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a really, it's a really accommodating, uh, accommodating game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like many games you can, uh, you know, it's up to you kind of how you approach it. You're making your own Sunday. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is always good. Um, the, uh, the tools you get, um, so you have a basic sledgehammer. That's your, your main one. We'll talk about the other tools as they get introduced, mm-hmm. um, and how they are used. Yeah. Uh, but generally these are implements of destruction. Uh, sometimes they're not. Yeah. Uh, you know, they fall into like bombs, guns, you get a blowtorch, uh, that will constantly be setting things on fire. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's a good time. Uh, you can do makeshift stuff as well. There are propane tanks just littered around. Uh, mm-hmm. more propane tanks than the front of a Lowe's, which is nice. Uh, and these yeah. will cause a sizable little, ex- little explosion early on. You're going to be, uh, kind of on a lookout for these things to gather them. Uh, you also get non-destructive tools. Uh, you get a fire extinguisher to put out the aforementioned flames. There is like a fire and propagation system here. Uh, you can, you can get a leaf blower, which is nice to clear small rubble, uh, from mm-hmm. your blasts or to, uh, to clear, uh, roads for driving. Uh, and then you can get constructive tools. Uh, these would be the biggest roadblocks I had in terms of getting optional objectives early on. Yeah. When it's not getting enough of these, uh, these are planks, which are used to build ramps and can also really jankily they attach can, two things. <laughs> you, can, you can use them as fasteners. Yeah. You can use them as, as fasteners on, if you go very slow, <laughs> what it's fastened to, if you fasten it to a vehicle. Uh, but then you eventually get cables that are much stronger. Yes. Yeah. Uh, than that. Um, you also get a, uh, a, a non-destructive tool of your spray can, uh, which is spray paint. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, so you, you write down reminders, um, and kind of draw your path through level and draw dicks on things. Of course. Yeah. And clits and, <laughs> and, and, and other stuff as well. Yeah. You know, just draw whatever you want, whatever dirty thing you want to draw on a wall. Uh-huh. Uh, you can. I want to make yeah. sure people knew I was here. <laughs> so. As they come in and patch this place up between missions. Yeah. This destroyed, destroyed junkyard is the work of El Dicko. <laughs> um. He strikes again. <laughs> he strikes again. We're, we're fucked. El Dicko was here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. I, I love this spray can. I just, uh, again, using this to play in your route, either making a follow the line kind of thing here, or, uh, just, uh, just, okay. I blew a lot of holes in the side of this building. Uh, just let me do a, just a quick zip of yellow paint around this one to uh, highlight that. Yes, this is the one you want to jump through, uh, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, yeah, this is a really interesting tool, uh, that, uh, is, you know, kind of perfect because again, this is a game about planning, uh, to a certain Got degree. It. In general, I use this to mark down footpaths. Yes. Uh, but you can use it for lots of different stuff, mm-hmm. uh, which I like. Yeah. Um, the levels yeah. are dotted with these cars that you can drive around. Uh, you get cars, you get boats, uh, there's drivable construction equipment, you know, your backhoes and your uh, um, bulldozers and stuff like that. Uh, that construction equipment, when you are a kid on site, uh, you've got real mm-hmm. powerful abilities. Like this is always uh, really good, especially the crane. Uh, is, uh, yeah. is super useful, uh, but all of them can be destroyed themselves. There is uh, durability on some of these. Some cars, some vehicles are ridiculously uh, fragile, especially boats. They're super easy to sink, and they don't handle they don't handle very well. I, I would go as far as to say no vehicles in this handle particularly well. No, I, I think that the the fact that driving is difficult and shitty, 
mm-hmm. in this uh, is part of that chaos factor. Yes. Yeah. But you need to do it because the spaces that you have to navigate uh, in the, the chaos phase of stuff uh, are too long mm-hmm. to have it. Um, you will need to set up escape vehicles that will allow you just to go between different points of interest yeah. uh, on the map during uh, during your, your actual execution. Um, and it, they drive like shit. Uh, <laughs> this is where, like, part of my thesis on this game, and it would be interesting because I think that you and I, we certainly play this in different ways, um, but the way that these kind of drive like shit, what this did was train me to uh, think like a speedrunner. Yeah in a lot of parts where I was trying to optimize. Yeah. Um, like I've set this up, this plan so I can get out, uh, if everything goes perfectly, mm-hmm. how do I make everything go perfectly? <laughs> yep. You know, and that means that like this weird rock that is indestructible, that's right in the path of this car that I'm driving to the next target. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to remember to avoid that, but I can't really slow down because, you know, again, I'm optimal mm-hmm. at this point. Uh, so you tr- try to find these ways to shave off just milliseconds. Yeah. Like if I crash the car into this ramp, the, when I exit the car, I'll end up on the ramp mm-hmm. rather than parking the car and jumping out. Yeah. You know, things like that. These little miniature optimizations mm-hmm. that happen with the vehicles. No, I definitely would pull out my phone stopwatch and like time a run from one door to another just to see mm-hmm. if hopping into it and then time it versus hopping into a car and driving up to it just you know kind of see like okay is this distance long enough that the added acceleration of the car would get me there faster um or you know will that initial you know will, will the friction of getting up to speed kind of make it a wash right you know yeah so that ended up being like down down to that level the, the way that you're dealing with a puzzle that you can both solve and then also can measure how efficiently you solved it mm-hmm. based on uh, these exterior things makes this almost like an execution and reflex reflex version of a Zachtronics game Yeah, in some ways through like a lens. Um, it's not just about getting the thing done. It can be about how efficiently yeah. you do the thing. <laughs> you know, uh, we should talk about that basic phase. Yes. Uh, those two basic phases, because th- that is the core loop of the game. Right. Uh, so in part one, uh, which is what we're going to be covering today for a long time, this was the game uh, that you played. Um, uh, uh, most part one, of- like chapter one. Yes. Not part one of the two phases we're talking about. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, so like I said, so the we've got two phases. There are set there's setup and escape. Uh, the first phase is your setup. You are walking around the map. It's important to say that there, uh, at least in you know chapter one of the game, there are no uh, uh, there's nothing that can spot you. This is not a stealth game. Um, yes. Everything is empty. Um, uh, there's no time limit here. You walk around. You scope out your objectives. You see where they're located, and a plan starts to take form. You can go into your map. It is a real time bird's eye view that shows you the locations of your different objectives, and you can also mouse over them to get a picture of like what exactly you're looking for, but also see the, the relative elevation as well, because that's often mm-hmm. a uh, that is often a part of your plan. You, you know, a basic heuristic is you want to work from top to bottom, right? It's easier to go down than it is to go up. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and what you're doing in this section is not only kind of casing these various, the joints, uh, <laughs> you're terraforming the environment to make a route that, that is fast enough. Right. Um, the, the main verb you're going to do for this is it is slow to go around, 
a wall to go to the door. It is faster to make it, you know, the fastest point is a straight line. Yes. Right. Uh, going downwards. So you can just destroy the wall mm-hmm. and walk out the wall and jump down. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, you're doing things like that constantly. Like this little bump is in the way. <laughs> this tree is in the way. What if it wasn't? Yep. You know, uh, it is way too slow to go up these stairs. Uh, what if I mm-hmm. instead uh, blew a hole in the ceiling, you know, through the floor below my target and then put something here that I could step up onto, put a crate here and I can just barely reach it. And that cuts off, you know, four seconds from my time. Yes. You know, what if, what if uh, get, the safe is too heavy to move down these stairs? What if I just exploded the floor under it? Yeah. You know, the safe's indestructible, but no floor, it'll fall down mm-hmm. uh, and then I can manipulate it down here. It's all little decisions like that that you're making. <laughs> and in that first phase where you have no, uh, time limit, you're, you're experimenting with that stuff too. Yeah. You know, it's not just planning. It's not all in your head palace. Like you are not penal, like a worse version of this game. You know, sometimes we talk about, uh, something that would destroy a game, like a single change. Mm-hmm. Um, do, if you were penalized for making, you know, doing destruction that was unnecessary. Yeah. You know, if the idea, if the, if they had one more metric to this game, which was how can you do this with the least amount of destruction? You know, absolutely just, <laughs> nope. just fuck the game yeah. at that point. Uh, I don't, because the freedom to just be like, what if this house wasn't here <laughs> uh, and just, and destroying it and stuff is so freeing and fun and against the spirit of video games mm-hmm. uh, that it's, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's sublime. It's, mm-hmm. it's really, really fun to think your way through the this uh deconstructible environment yeah the only meaningful constraint on you is uh kind of your ammo right how many bombs you have how how many pipe bombs you have uh this game gives a very distorted view of how many problems shotguns can solve oh tons (laughs) so many problems it's a fast sledgehammer (laughs) it's instant door yeah yeah it's so good. Um, yeah, I use this this the shotgun constantly. Uh-huh. Um, and then this is complicated. So this would be really easy if this is all you had to do, yeah. was just make a route. Uh, once you do the thing, usually the first thing, um, you get a time limit that yeah. pops up. Um, this tends to do with an alarm. Yeah. Um, you know, and the alarm will go off. You have 60 seconds to do all the objectives. You know, it starts with the first objective. You have to do the rest and then get back to your car. Right. Uh, make a clean getaway. Uh, it's, it's worth noting. And I think this is really, really cool. Uh, sometime between when they first released this in early access and when they did the full version here earlier this year, they added accessibility options. You can either lengthen, uh, the alarm time to give yourself more than a minute. If you find yourself just Mm -hmm. constantly, uh, uh, you know, running a bit too slow, uh, which is a really good accessibility option or just, I don't, I don't want this to be as rigorous as it is option, or you can shorten it. You can say, okay, how many, can I, can I get all of the, all of the primary objectives in 30 seconds, right? You can give yourself a challenge. The fact that that goes both ways for a bunch of different modifiers, not just time, I think is a really good decision that, uh, that tuxedo, uh, made. Yeah. It's, it's what, it's what I want basically all games to do. Yes. You know, we talked about this. It's, it's the Celeste model (laughs) of, uh, of, of difficulty options, which I think is ideal. Yeah. Um, you can also just give yourself all the tools mm-hmm. and things like this game recognizes that it exists on a spectrum of like prescriptive tense puzzle game and sandbox. Yeah. 
you know, and it allows you to put that slider where you want it. Yeah. Incredibly uh, good decision. Even while going through the goals. Yeah. Really good. If you don't make your uh, escape in time, if you don't get to your vehicle, uh, then a security helicopter will spot you and it's game over. Uh, this is a mm-hmm. game where you will often fail and need to readjust your plan. That can either be uh, kind of going back to your uh, quick quick save right before you started the timer to go and uh, do something that will shave a couple of seconds off here. X, Y, Z. Sometimes it means starting over entirely. Um, starting over entirely is not as big of a bummer as it sounds because you've already done a lot of the work of figuring out what works and what doesn't. So you can just go and do what you need to, uh, you know, you're not, uh, starting over entirely from scratch because you've already done a lot of the legwork. Uh, I will never completely start over. <laughs> Nuncar. <laughs> I, I, I will make it work. Uh, that work will not go for in vain. Okay. Uh, so to me, I found it to be a, a pretty big bummer starting over. Okay. Um, just starting over with a fresh map because there would be a lot of preparation. Okay. I would do like a lot of placing cars where I want them, a lot of knockdowns, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I did not want to do that. So instead I would just keep shaving off seconds until I could make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the routes I used ended up being, uh, highly like poorly planned, but executed as well as they possibly could be executed. Yeah. You know? Um, which is again, it's valid. So like the, to me, a lot of the fun was finding ways to like make this work, uh, within, in, in that phase, within the chaos phase, the action phase. Yeah. Yeah. I'm out of shotgun rounds Uh, and pipe bombs. So how can I use the holes that I've already made to, uh, you know, to make this work? Yeah. 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 Or like if I had to go back and change like a minor thing along the way, like, oh, in execution, mm-hmm. um, I run into, I clip this corner yeah. of this, uh, this post, like I got to get that post out of here. Cause that's throwing off my driving. Yeah. You know, something like that I would definitely do, mm-hmm. but I never started over. Um, you certainly can mm-hmm. you know. One thing I think that, uh, would help this game in both kind of styles of play is a faster iteration loop. Yes. Um, quick saving and quick loading is slow. Uh, I wanted this to be like hotline Miami. Yeah. Like hold R and just immediately end up back at your quick save. Yeah. Uh, based on what I've read about it, apparently saving and loading this is a technical marvel in and of itself because it's tracking yeah. state of all these different voxels. Uh, this is something that's only, Oh, that's only going to get faster as, uh, as machines get faster. But I agree with you. A tighter, iterate, a tighter iteration loop, I think would help experimentation because that's what tighter iterate, iteration loops do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not a, uh, uh, I don't blame them Yeah, for it. You know, it just, it would make it a better product, mm-hmm. but I, I definitely, uh, sympathize with why for why it's like that. Yeah. Um, I love when you finish a mission, it will show you, uh, <laughs> it will show you the path that you took, on um, kind of this mm-hmm. flying bird's eye view map of the, uh, of the stage. Like that horrible grandson from family circus. Yep. <laughs> His ghost pervert grandpa's always watching him. Oh yeah. man. Poor Jeffy. Oh, Jeffy walked home from school in a weird way. This is a guy to tell all the other ghosts. <laughs> I, 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 I got a, I got a snitch to Mabel. But <laughs> that's where her pies yeah. went. Hey, hey, Einstein and, and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Listen, you'll never believe what my grandson did. <laughs> he, he walked home in a kind of weird way. Check it out. <laughs> like, hey, uh, Black Panther. Check this out. Chadwick, Chadwick, come over here. Hey, Ruth Conda forever. Get over here. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Let's put it in the newspaper, you know, next to where we talk about people dying. Yeah. Just, uh, in, in in heaven's newspaper where they, 
He's just like saying it's it's real like extra extra Todd smells <laughs> kind of thing. Just imagining Jeffy's grandpa doing his own little homemade printing press. I'm pretty doubtful of your sources. Yeah. The uh, everyone has their own version of the grand grandchild times. <laughs> God, heaven would be tedious. Ugh. Uh, they, 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 like all these grandparents just being like, "Oh, look at him walk." I I fucking know, man. I was just there. Mm-hmm. I walked. Yeah, I can see everything. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. We're all omniscient, Grandpa. Yeah, give me, just give me oblivion. Come on. I imagine there's probably a cool kids <laughs> where you don't have to like <laughs> hang out with Jeffy's grandpa. Yeah, give me my Maybe own. Maybe polite, but you don't have to. <laughs> you you can you can just uh you can just multiple man your way out of it. You can copycat it. Just leave one there. Yeah, and go. Yeah. I know that if if uh with with my luck, like you know the first day, like I'd be stuck in a group project with him. Oh or yeah. Something. We'd be trying to figure out how tall of a bridge we could make out of popsicle sticks or that's something. A, that's or like how, how far we could drop an egg without it breaking. Yeah. And he'd be like, well, my, you know, Jeffy would do this. I'm like, fuck man. I just, I don't care what Jeffy would do with an egg. I don't, I, you know, I cannot get on board with any version of heaven that has group projects, Gary. No, I, that was the joke. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a joke. <laughs> Oof. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. I haven't glimpsed the other side. I came back with horrifying news. Cool. I've been flatlining. And <laughs> Going out for a quick F-line sesh. I do an F-line sesh and I just found out something horrible. Group projects. As far as um, the eye can see. Yep. Yeah. Uh, take that, Eric Clapton's son. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Working with your peers in heaven. Mm, there we go. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Do you want me a fucking clap? I liked it. It's fine. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't. I don't want anything else from that. I'm just trying to get us off of that. Okay. All right. I was looking for directions for away from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, so uh, a cool thing is you can retry every mission if you want to. You just go to go, go to your computer, go into the menus. Uh Go go to the location on the map, and you'll you'll just see it there. It'll show you the you know any that are missing objectives. Just a good interface all around here. Uh, and there's sandbox mode. There's sandbox and challenges uh, where you can just either go into a map and fuck around and see like, can I get rid of this building? The answer is probably. Or you can do kind of more directed ones. Uh, these challenges, uh, which are you go, it's one, three challenges for each map. Uh, two of them are available based on part one stuff. Uh, either timed destruction, like how many voxels can you destroy in sixty seconds, or timed steal as much as you can objectives. Uh, and those are those are fun, just just big and free form kind of stuff. The uh, the sandbox mode of this uh, gave me the first time I played GTA three feelings yeah, of like me just setting up ramps and stuff. <laughs> um, and you can add rocket boosters to vehicles and rockets to inanimate objects to turn them into vehicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just really, really fun to like <laughs> attach rockets to this lawn chair, sit in it and then <laughs> set it off and just see what happens. Like real fun. Gary's mod Minecraft shit. Yeah. That uh, can kind of happen in that. And you have unlimited uh, tools and unlimited ammo do this stuff so you're you're participating in the joy of destruction and also playing with the box it's yeah. great yeah uh, when it's I, really fun when i loaded up the uh the sandbox for lee chemicals kind of one of the first maps you go to and i saw that there was a monster truck uh right yeah. near the starting point and i was like hell yeah 
uh, when yeah, you do when you do the destruction one, like they give you like a, a tractor trailer full of bombs <laughs> um, and all kinds of like gigantic explosives, and you have to figure out how to set them and set them off in the right amount of time. They know how to make these uh, these things fun. Yeah, they did a great job. Um, the game looks great to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is also something I found surprised to be surprising to be controversial. Uh, not hmm. just in the Slack, but I saw online some people do not like how this game looks. Weird. Uh, it looks awesome to me. I love a voxel. Yes. Um, there are a lot of kind of visual effects going on. This kind of tilt shift yeah. uh, effect that puts things in the far distance, uh, makes them real blurry. Yeah. Uh, to kind of give it this model, uh, like you're down in Lego land from yeah. a Lego's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, works for me. Yeah. Like, I think it looks great. Yeah. I think it looks great. The music in this is amazing. I've had, uh, I've had tracks from this just stuck in my head, uh, mm-hmm. pretty much since I first started playing it. Um, just real good slinky heist stuff, uh, that's going, uh, just that, 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 that cue when you first set off the, uh, when you first set off the alarm and just that, mm-hmm. that's really good. And then as it gets, uh, you know, crescendos over the course of a minute, mm-hmm. like them having the same, uh, time. Limit. I wonder what they did with the music, uh, for the, uh, that, like if you give yourself two minutes, I don't know if they had to do a new composition because as it is, it times out really perfectly. So when you're just barely making it as the helicopters arrive, like the helicopters are part of the, the sound mix and everything. It's, it's really intense. I, I, so I haven't seen how granular the changes get there. I would imagine that if it is, you know, in 10 second increments, they just found a way to like loop particular bars or sections to stretch it out. Um, man, they're just the crash symbol in that particular track is amazing. (laughs) It's really good. Yeah. It's like really, really good. Uh, pitch perfect. Yeah. In terms of a, of a composition for what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, game. I love the story in this. It's barely necessary, uh, but I think it is incredibly funny. Uh, the fact that mm-hmm. you are for the majority of this j- just involved in this petty feud between these two rich assholes. <laughs> yeah. If, if it, if it has anything to say, it's about rich people, right? You know, uh, being fucking idiots. Like, mm-hmm. Them both hiring, you know, the same uh, poor person to get back at each other, uh, and then that poor person becoming rich mm-hmm. on the back of that is is cute. Yes, you know, it, it's like uh, one of my my minor bugbear with the way the story is told is I felt like there was probably like a lot of funny Easter eggs in the news reports. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not want to watch them because they were slow. Yes, yeah, uh, because I wanted to get back to the game because this game has a really fun loop. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has downtime built in you know, in the, the planning phase mm-hmm. kind of, or like slower pace time. So the time returning back to my house, other than seeing like how I had made expansions mm-hmm. to my house and stuff, uh, was not super valuable yeah. to me. Uh, um, the news you know, is fine. The news reports are funny, uh, just because they start talking about this, um, spree of suspiciously similar crimes, you know, <laughs> and nobody can figure out what it is. Uh, but yeah, it, the, the scroll on it is, uh, is too slow. I would almost rather there be a, uh, like a little news tab where like an RSS reader kind of thing mm-hmm. where you get to see the text of those. It's, it is not helped by being a, uh, by being a video. Yeah. Yeah. If, even if it was a voice and it could happen while, it, you know, while I was going around my apartment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I didn't just have to stand there and literally watch a TV. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, but this, you know, the story is, is very, very, very slight. I have not played uh, very much a part two yet. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if the, the story continues. Um, and we'll talk about the part two and part one stuff. In yeah. A minute. Uh, Tuxedo Labs, the developer of this founded in Sweden uh, by a programmer, uh, Dennis Gustafsson. 
uh, Gustafsson, rather, uh, who worked with another developer named Emil uh, Bengston uh, in order to make Teardown's engine. Yeah. Uh, and this is uh, Bengstson. Uh, and this is, I think Dennis is the uh, smash hit. Film. Yeah. Yeah. Both of them worked for the mobile developer. Uh, Mediocre was the was the name of it gotcha. uh, that did uh, that did smash it. Uh, but they were inspired by uh, just a, a game art program called Megavoxel. So I'm like, hey, this makes really cool looking stuff. Let's make an engine that can use this. Or uh, sorry, uh, Magic of Voxel. There we go. Uh, you can actually use Magic of Voxel to make assets to put in the game, um, along mm-hmm. with the map editor that they give you. Uh, this is a really like widely moddable game. And if we do uh, part two, I'm going to mess around with some mods. Uh, but um, they wanted voxels, they wanted physics, they wanted real-time ray tracing, knowing that all of this would be impossible uh, or very difficult, very resource-intensive if they did it with normal polygon rendering. Yes. Uh, so they had this engine, but and they wanted to make a game with this engine, but they didn't have an idea for a game. Right. Uh, the opposite of how things usually go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they tried racing games, shooters, survival games, stealth games, uh, and even kind of a heist game, which is closest thing to what this is. Uh, none of them worked right. at this point. And uh, Bengtsson uh, left for several months at this point. Yeah. Uh, Gustafsson kind of continued on his own, um, developing the highest concept a little bit further. The earliest versions of it, uh, the levels were very corridor-like. You know, you would go uh, along your path down uh, and make alterations to the path uh, to get back from the far end where the objective was uh, to your escape. Uh, but this was expanded to open levels when Bengtsson uh, rejoined the team and they decided, yeah, this actually works way better. The more open this is, the better for us. Uh, this came on early access, October 2020, um, as half of the intended game. It's called part one. It's what you've been referring to yeah. um, there. And uh, the response was very positive. So they worked on part two, um, put that out in December 2021. And the full game came out this year. Uh, yeah. Not too long ago, actually, didn't yeah. go into 1.0 um, with those two parts put together. Right. And we're only talking about part one. It sounds uh, like we're giving it short shrift. We're not. It's a full game. Mm-hmm. Uh, part one. Part two is also a full game. It's just in the same engine. Yeah. Um, and it introduces new stuff, like even just poking into it. It's like, oh, there's photography now and there's mm-hmm. robots. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it adds a lot of stuff, but uh, com- you know, com- we're, we're not going to be bereft of anything to talk about. Yeah. Completely different mission types, uh, gigantic new maps. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, the comparison that I have in mind is like, it's like from Hitman one to Hitman two, you know, or 2016 mm-hmm. to Hitman two. It's kind of what it feels like. And part one alone is like a 15 hour game. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's one of those things where if you have the same, if you have levels this dense, mm-hmm. introducing a level, you know, is a, is a really meaningful, uh, expansion. It's not just like a level pack yeah, kind of thing. You know, these levels they are meant to be played and replayed with different objectives. Mm-hmm. Um, weird, the weird amount of Hitman DNA yeah. in this. I mean, when I was pitching it to people after I disco, you know, after I found it, uh, I was like, "Oh, it's like Hitman, but with property crimes." Yeah. You nary a murder. <laughs> Uh, so you start off, uh, you get off this bus 
and go to your business location, uh, the Lockerell Teardown Services Warehouse. Uh, Lockerell is fake. It's mm-hmm. the uh, weird European country this takes uh, <laughs> place in. Yep. Um, it's got a real Europe uh, sea line mm-hmm. there, shoreline. Uh, and we get our initial tools, um, which is a fire extinguisher, the spray can, and the sledgehammer. Yeah. We turn on the power and we check our email. Tracy, a.k.a. Mom, uh, who was also mm-hmm. our head of sales, says, hey, our gas bill is due and we might not make it to the end of the month. We're probably going to need to get creative when it comes to uh, finding our next job. This uh, is a crime mom. Yes. She knows what she's doing. This is the mom from Goonies. <laughs> Pushing you into crimes. What if an illegal mom? <laughs> what if there was a mom who wants crime? Yes. When moms are outlawed, only outlaws will be moms. It's Tracy time. Uh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. And and like all moms, she forwards an email yeah. uh, to you. <laughs> that was the day she, she went from being a mother to being a mom when she found a rich yeah. man who needed something done on the sly. Yeah. Uh, this guy named Gordon Wu, uh, he's the general manager of Evertide's mall and he wants you to knock over a building that's in the way of that wall's expansion. Uh, and we get kind of our tutorial here uh, called the old building problem, which is the, one of the levels I did replay just because it's fun to Mm -hmm. not have any time limits or alarms or anything. Yeah. Uh, it's just you, uh, destroying it's, it's like where if you want to do the, the 2022 overread of this, you know, like this, this you know, poor person preying on these other poor people to mm-hmm. get rich off of horrible rich people. Yep. You know, like <laughs> you're destroying somebody's house. It's yeah. this residential uh, area. It's nobody's in the house mm-hmm. right now. Uh, but it's not this dude. The dude's definitely doing something shady. Having yeah. to knock it down. He's trying to em- eminent domain it. It's basically the plot of dirty work starring Norm MacDonald. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but you have this two-story building, you know, it's a house and you're next to a construction site. So there's all kinds of construction equipment and you also have propane tanks, uh, which mm-hmm. you can hurl, but, uh, not enough to take it down with just those alone. I, uh, the first time I played this, I did not realize you could get into vehicles. Oh yeah. Yeah. And just me being an idiot. So I just <laughs> did it with my tools uh, that I had in propane tanks. There's a way to take it down, uh, with that stuff. It's very difficult. Yeah. Uh, though, um, you want to go in there and get those, uh, vehicles. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and something that is being taught here is that like, you can take down a lot of the house with just the sledgehammer, uh, you mm-hmm. know, that'll take out wood material that'll take out, um, you know, anything, uh, plastic or glass, but it won't take out what it won't take out is masonry or metal. Uh, and you will learn that very quickly the hard way, uh, when you realize that, uh, the chimney stands well above the height line that you need to bring this down by. Uh, so yes. you're very quickly going to be looking for heavier duty stuff than what you can carry. It also is teaching you about the janky, uh, physics. Yes. Because you end up with, you're very likely to end up with this house just being supported by like a sliver of chimney. They just don't make them like they used point. to. Yeah. It <laughs> ends up being very like a uh, floating city. Yeah. <laughs> looking like it, you can end up with some really surreal, beautiful sci-fi escapes yeah <laughs> you're blowing up the bottom floor without the top floor yep uh, this. um regardless of how you get this down though uh, the next morning the alarm clock wakes you up uh the only way to stop it from going off is smashing it with your hammer which is real cute of course uh, somebody comes and replaces all your stuff in the night oh yeah which is great i smashed the tv many times when it bored me <laughs> yeah. uh, oh you do play oh man you do play as doom guy in this 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm done. <laughs> like, stop trying to teach me things. <laughs> uh, oh man. Uh, so you go down and you check your email, uh, and you're living in this uh, gigantic uh, warehouse where your uh, building mm-hmm. is is housed. This is what's going to be improved uh, between missions, and you're sleeping on like a shitty little cot upstairs. Yeah. Uh, you go down and uh, Tracy emails. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> There, there was a sign out front of that uh, building you destroyed. Uh oh, it was a protected cultural site, and we're under investigation. Uh, the traffic camera spotted us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you know, uh, no more traffic cameras after this. Like, this really gave me a, a inaccurate view of how much danger I'd be in. <laughs> do I have to spray paint over my license plate every time I flee? Yeah, like what? Yeah, what do I need to worry about? <laughs> uh, so a detective uh, emails us this. A uh, Parisa uh, Turdeman. Uh, emails us and asks us to do a favor. Says like, hey, there's somebody named uh, Lawrence Lee Jr. of Lee Chemicals. They've been evading taxes, uh, but I can't get proof. Can you go into their industrial site and steal their computers? Yeah. Kind of the idea being there's a little bit of blackmail going on. Uh, Teredeman is, uh, uh, you know, knows that you will help her in order to get away from. It's never outright stated, but that's the read that I got it. Yeah. Scratch my back. Yeah. And I and I won't execute you <laughs> by the state. I love how shitty Lee is. <laughs> they're all shitty oh yeah of course like lee is real shitty but they're all just absolute fucking (laughs) clueless dorks (laughs) just absolute shits um yeah he just he just he recently inherited his dad's business (laughs) when he shows up he's got just this awful like mutton like mutton chops into a mustache just looks real uh you know just real unsavory kind of guy well danny mcbride yeah uh, um, this introduces us to the Lee, uh, Lee chemicals map, which we're going to spend quite a bit of time at. This is a large industrial uh, facility with multiple buildings, um, some office, some warehouse, some, uh, manufacturing. Yeah. Um, and some of which you can only get into, uh, through from ground level because they have bricks and metal bars, even though there are these very enticing metal vents that go between buildings that you can ultimately use as bridges Yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So you have to find a, find a way to get in, um, oftentimes through these gratings or through these, uh, shutter doors, things like that. This is a real nice, um, you know, I think the, this mission and the next one pair up very well because you're going around, there's no alarm or anything. It is just explore the space, grab what you need to grab, figure out how to get through these different materials, uh, and, and then get out at your leisure, you know, figure out like, okay, man, it's a real, it's a real bummer walking around this big kind of canal, uh, that runs up the middle of this, uh, that runs up the middle of this map, getting a sense for what happens here. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you move on to the next, <laughs> to, to the, to the next mission, uh, the login devices, we're going to have to go back here, but, uh, we see, we see how the world state will change. Uh, even though we are going to the same levels, things are going to be different. Namely, uh, this time, you know, because of the break in, they saw that the computers were missing. Um, you know, Lee Chemicals is going to be upgrading their security. Yes. Uh, so uh, the computers that we got show that Lee primarily deals with one anonymous uh, client known as BT in the records. And we have to go back there to get the login devices for those computers so the police can learn more. Uh, these login devices are in three different locations and they're attached to alarms. Yeah. Um, so this is our first uh, instance of those. The way these work is uh, if you disconnect them from their power mm-hmm. source, they go off as well. Um, eventually, they end up being ones you can transport bodily with the alarm and yeah. the power source. You used to uh, be able to do that a lot more. 
um, because okay. you, you would be able to just, okay, say the security box is attached to a wall, right? You could just blow out that little section and carry that little, that little bit of wall because it was checking to see if the wire was snapped at all. Not if, uh, not, not if the, the, the whole thing was moved, they got rid of that because it was just a way to break the game. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it obviates alarms. Yes. You just put all three of them by the car and then just hit them one, two, three, mm-hmm. um, or all six of them, you know, if you're doing optional objectives or what have you, yeah. um, there's still a couple of situations in which you can do that in the game. And when that happens, it's great. Uh, those <laughs> ways, I like them being sprinkled throughout. Yeah. I could see what they were thinking of it being tedious <laughs> to, to do it every time. Drive the car, uh, drag, the, drag the generator, drive the car, drag the generator. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so this, uh, the game's really kind before you grab the first one, it tells you what's going to happen. Yes. Uh, there's going to be an alarm. You want a quick save here, mm-hmm. you know, and this is where you get your 60, uh, second countdown. Um, and you get to, uh, you know, at this point, if you don't know, you hadn't played this before, you probably are like free balling it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the way you're playing. And I certainly was. So getting this countdown, um, it's starting, uh, I was not prepared. Yeah. You know, I did not have a, a route optimized. I thought I could just grab it at my leisure. I didn't know how much time I would have. And I didn't know, uh, how difficult it yeah. would be. Yeah. do this stuff. So this is where it actually introduces the concept of the game. You creating your paths, you planning your route, uh, spray painting, how to get these things before you leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big trick on this one is that canal that I mentioned earlier. Well, you can use the crane, uh, to pick up some of these metal shipping containers and then just drop them into the canal to form a bridge. Um, and you know, you can start on that one and then run across and get the others. Uh, in a path that will leave you when you grab the last one kind of closest to the escape vehicle. I just drove the crane into the, the ravine <laughs> and jumped on it. Yeah. Also works. Uh, yeah. Like you don't, uh, the way that water works in this game is, is also janky. Yeah. You know, like being able to jump out of it is inconsistent, mm-hmm. but typically it's not deep enough that a car will sink in it. Yes. So cars, cars is bridges, uh, for the check it out. What mm-hmm. we learned today? <laughs> uh, thing at the end. Yeah. Um, when you finish this, we get our new tool uh, here, the blowtorch. The blowtorch is going to allow us to destroy at close up uh, kind of one voxel at a time, yeah, including things that are metal, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and masonry um, at the cost of uh, possibly starting fires. Yes. Um, yeah. Also, you only get a limited amount of time uh, to use this, yes. you know, so just act- activate a time uh, how long you hold it down. And that is one of the things you can upgrade on that. Yeah. And is, is worth doing because yeah. it's very useful early on mm-hmm. uh, being your only way to deal with stone and masonry. Yeah. Yeah. To get through, uh, you know, barred up windows and such. Yeah. Uh, the economics of your situation continue to decline. Uh, your gas has been shut off. So you have to start scaling up to do more crimes. Um, we get a message uh, from Wu who, who thanks us for clearing room at the mall uh, and has uh, another job for us. There is a nearby marina and he wants to dock his yacht there, but there's a timeshare cabin blocking the space is like hey get rid of that cabin yep so we gotta go uh and this is massive uh this is yeah. probably the size of maybe two and a half of the lee chemicals maps or at least the the main active part of the lee chemical map uh it's this marina that is arranged around this bay um and uh, there are multiple kind of discrete sections uh kind of at the far west you have uh or sorry at the far east you've got uh, the industrial part uh, the center is uh, kind of a construction area. 
uh, north is like the um, uh, management building, and then at the far west is where you get the dock with the uh, with the timeshare cabins and stuff. Yes, yeah. Uh, in addition to just getting rid of this cabin, uh, we have to grab a couple safes. Yeah, while we're here, uh, safes are a recurring element uh, in this game, and they tend to be really heavy. Um, some of the small ones you can kind of drag by hand. Yeah. The big ones you literally have to like they, the way they model this is really good. You have to kind of end over end walk them. Yep. <laughs> uh, for them to work or get creative, you know, <laughs> figure out a way to destroy the floor under them or create ramps, things like that. It's like Walt and Jesse trying to escape with the uh, the methylamine a little bit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> very similar. Uh, and the uh, it's a and it and it this really works for me. Uh, doing these things every time there's a safe it's a real fun like we slow down like you you cannot just grab this no you, know, you got to figure something else out yeah and just oh the other the number of times like okay you've got to get this out of a second story window oh i can't get it over the ledge fuck oh i thought i accounted for this oh no yep yep, yep. So pull out the shotgun blast open you know the bottom of the window i can rescue this i can save this it. yep it's yep, still yep. good very good <laughs> fun moment yeah uh but you're uh what you're doing specifically the one in the uh <laughs> the, the one in the main office is you're getting rid of the cabin and also any evidence that the cabin existed <laughs> yeah yeah you're you're basically gonna torment yep uh planescape torment this cabin uh, by disbelieving it and um so typically getting rid of the actual cabin on the end is really great this is where uh this was in a draft version of it because it ended up not being fast enough mm -hmm. but i love these uh these things where you can literally go underwater and destroy the support structures uh-huh under under a dock mm -hmm. so it just falls into the water <laughs> it's absolutely brutal uh <laughs> this is this is slow yeah uh doing that going underwater is always slow mm -hmm. so ultimately eventually i ended up uh just using the uh, uh sma like smashing the bottom floor of the house yeah i'm getting in the water yeah. Um, it's a doing anything under the, under there is, um, or, you know, under the water. Like all that would do is if you, uh, take out the supports as you know, you want to aim a little bit higher up so that the, uh, the posts don't bottom out. Uh, so it'll drop down faster mm -hmm. Then you may get up and, uh, uh, destroy from the top down, um, getting in and kind of doing things from the first floor is really difficult because this is the first level that introduces fire alarms. Um, yeah. yeah. So if there's a big enough fire, it will start the alarm and you have to get away. Uh, that is, uh, that is a problem. Uh, the cabin itself, like you will find if you're destroying stuff, there are pipes, specifically the shower that need to be cut through. And this cabin is close enough. <laughs> it's close enough to the next one that that will catch fire. And you'll think, okay, I've put out the fires that are in here. What's happening. And then you'll step out and you'll see the whole row is caught. It's like, well, yeah, fuck. They'll, they'll eventually. And this, this kind of stuff, like you can, if you can get out before the fire alarm goes off, mm -hmm. like you're fine as well. Yeah. You you can leave with some fire going on. Yeah. It, it's not necessarily your problem. It just increases your time limit. So if you had done the safes before this yeah, and then gone here last, you might be able to just like jump in the boat and run to your escape boat. Mm-hmm. You know, or get your escape boat to your escape boat. <laughs> yeah. You're just the, the, the multiple chains of escape vehicles that you have. Yeah. The, um, the safes here are really difficult. The trick is to use cars, uh, and just go through the building and yeah. smash the ceiling. So they, they fall into either, the, either a construction vehicle or a civilian vehicle. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the, the one in the warehouse over to the east uh, is the easiest because that office is just over a loading dock. And there's a, uh, mm-hmm. you know, there's a dump truck right there. So you just pull it under and then blow, uh, blow the bottom out, uh, which is fine. The one over in the office is tougher because there are brick planters uh, laid around it and explosives are not necessarily really handy there. That was one that I just pushed out and walked over to the sea. Yeah, which is really tense and fun with a time limit because it's slow. <laughs> Yeah. That's it for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, afterwards, uh, you get the shotgun. Yes. Which we, we talked about. That's it. great. It's really satisfying. It's loud. <laughs> makes a big explosion. Yeah. Blows. Uh, it just, I mean, and, and anything and everything, pretty much. I couldn't find anything that I destroyed. It was kind of the MVP of my tools. Um, mm-hmm. I also love that this television report is worth watching because it's not a uh, it's not a CNN style thing is not a news report it's a paranormal mystery show about the ghost cabin that was mm-hmm. there one day but then gone the next yeah, real springfield <laughs> uh town full of idiots vibe yeah. with this area um, the uh the next mission is called classics car classic cars uh lee outbid woo for some classic cars at an auction uh, so, uh, he wants you to steal the cars back before Lee can ship them overseas. And they try to like tell you like, oh, this is, this would be a crime. These are great cars and mm-hmm. stuff, uh, which is very funny for these just voxel, <laughs> you know, Lego cars. Yeah. I love like one of the muscle cars. It was used and sealed the deal too, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> love seal the deal. It's the Ford galaxy from peel out summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It's the spring break mobile from Boner Patrol. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. So you got to go and, uh, and rescue these cars, quote unquote. Uh, and just, uh, and, and Wu was saying, it's kind of pulling an Augusta St. Cloud or a Billy quiz boy. Like, Oh, he doesn't, he doesn't value them. He just wants them. So I can't have them. Right. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Silly. Uh, you know, who cares about these horrible rich people? Um, we had to load these onto our truck. We have a, a car carrying truck, you know, uh, one is on a tractor trailer and the other is in a container in the back of a boat, uh, that we have here on the Marina. So we can move that tractor trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's one of those things where you can move the thing with the alarm. Yeah. Uh, which is, which you're going to do later in the game. You could get to a point where you could probably move the container. Oh yeah. With, with construction equipment and enough cables. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never went back to this level though. No, no. Um, you, I mean, you can move the boat too. Like that boat is, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I just backed it. I backed it straight into the drawbridge Yep. <laughs> so I could just drive right off of it. Yep. Yeah. No worries. I don't care how much infrastructure I destroy. <laughs> I'm playing tear down a, baby. There are optional objectives as well, uh, to get these, to get the files. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and then tools in this warehouse that are above the the muzzle car. You get a little side mission to get yeah. these tools. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, like, I move the boat near the truck. Uh, very, uh, uh, I think, kindly. You don't have to maneuver the cars up into the back of the the, the car carrier, yes. which is nice. Yeah, yeah. Any of these where it's like, okay, load this up. All you have to do is bring the goods into the dotted circle behind your getaway vehicle, and it will count as loaded. It just disappears. Yes. It, it not only counts, but it gets it out of your way for the next vehicle. Mm-hmm. It's like very kind. Yes. 
Yeah. Uh, and then moving the tractor trailer out is a little bit tough because yeah, the car is in the back of it attached to the security thing. If you jostle it too much, it'll break. So you have to kind of go down this very tight corridor full of pipes and stuff um, without, uh, without breaking, without breaking stuff. Yeah. Or smash all the pipes between you and there True. It's during the non-time limit section. Yeah. So I just made this a, a straight shot. <laughs> Um, turning Mario Kart 64 courses into Mario Kart courses <laughs> is part of the, the central loop of this game. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Yeah, the, uh, so oh. this, uh, this ends us, uh, sends us into the GPS device, uh, mission, which is in the Marina again, uh, detector of, uh, tournament, uh, what a horrible name. Very, yeah. I, man. Tournament. She really needs to fix that. How about Smith? Yeah. Detective Sniff. <laughs> you know? I said, would you say sniff yeah what did you say smith oh smith i thought you said detective sniff no the nose solving detective yeah it's yeah. always sunny already pitched that they, they, they yeah. laid claim to it <laughs> yeah I, the, the, the uh but uh detective uh shit man messages <laughs> you uh, and says like hey we can't learn anything about bt for these computers with the login devices we need the gps devices off of these boats in the marina yeah. Uh, and so we had to go get the boats or go get the devices in these boats. Yeah. Um, and they're all corners of the map. Uh, yeah. one is suspended in dry dock. Another is on a trailer over the warehouse. And another one is over by the cabins. Yeah. Uh, and a fourth one is just actually in the water. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is, this is all, uh, uh, about kind of optimizing your path as it always is, but you've got these boats. Uh, I don't think that any of them are attached, um, or like, I don't think any of the boats are attached to their docks. Oh wait, the one over by the, um, by the cabin is, that's the only one that is attached to the, uh, that is attached to the dock, um, by yeah. a security line. So you would have to start with that one, I believe. Um, yes. and, uh, you know, you cannot move that to a central location that ultimately ended up being, I think where I no, that's not where I started, but, uh, that one's optional, thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of them you, you can just kind of do, this is not too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, there are log files in the Marina office. Uh, they also want you to get, mm-hmm. uh, so that another place you can start before you can take the, uh, the boats and just drive them. Uh, or you have driven the boats mm-hmm. before you can go ping the boats into the, uh, near the escape vehicle. Yeah. Um, so you line those up near there, um, raise the drawbridge so you can get through. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you're going to want to have a ferrying speedboat to get you to all these different GPS units. Yeah. Way. Tricky one is the one in the dry dock. Uh, you can't really move that one, one without damaging it too much. I couldn't find yeah. a way anyway. This is before I got cables. I imagine if you had cables, you could cut a couple of the lines and then just yank it. Uh, to get it, uh, yeah. get, get it into the water. Uh, but as it stood, uh, I ended up needing to find a way to get up into basically get up inside of it, uh, to grab what I needed and get away. Cables are great. Uh, those are great. great <laughs> They're cool. so bouncy. Uh, you get the shitty version of them planks, uh, which are good. <laughs> uh huh. You know, they're not as good as, as, as cables, uh, <laughs> in this, after you do this and we enter uh, the mission, the car wash, uh, here, uh, Lee emails you being like, Hey, I've had some property damage and theft, but I know I can trust you. I know who's responsible for this. So let's get some revenge. You know, this, uh, <laughs> this, the prestige ask two rich people trying to fuck with each other. Yep. <laughs> and this is our first, uh, mission at Wu's Villa, uh, kind of at his estate, which is this gigantic, ostentatious, rich guy, modern compound kind of thing. 
um, mm-hmm. that uh, kind of there are two levels, uh, which is one of the biggest, uh, you know, the biggest things to deal with here. The upper level is the house and there's a guest house attached to it um, with a gigantic pool. Um, and then there's a lower level um, between the house and the ocean that has his own little race course. He's a real mm-hmm. uh, car enthusiast kind of guy. Um, and there is like a uh, sports car showroom and a little cabin uh, at the very, very far end. Yeah. Uh, and this is, you have to drive three of his cars out of six uh, into the ocean uh, <laughs> at this point. Um, this is real fun. This was, this was, this took me the, probably the most tries in terms of like being a speed runner mm-hmm. uh, and figuring out which, which ones and trying to optimize uh, very, very difficult because the last one in my first plan that I stubbornly stuck to the last car was a very fast mm-hmm. uh, car uh, and they, if uh, the trick in this game is if a car is fast, it absolutely controls like dog shit. Oh yeah. There's, there's nothing, you know, you want the slowest car possible <laughs> if you want to have any control over your turns. Yeah. Uh, so I just kept crashing, uh, into stuff and just kept iterating and iterating over and over, which usually I hate, but it was really satisfying in this because I was like, no, I'm going to fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and actually finally getting it felt great. <laughs> I'm going to make this happen. Uh, God damn it. Yeah. Uh, any of the fast cars, especially the ones down in the showroom that are like explicitly racing cars, it is so easy to oversteer them that, and <laughs> that, and, um, the way that some of the, uh, the way that some of the physics works in this, it is super easy to, again, kind of bottom out these cars. If you go over any kind of loop, especially if it's like real low sitting. So you'll yeah. kind of just be going and like, okay, I can get over that bump. Thump, 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 thump. Uh, and you'll see yeah, that you've destroyed, taken down half of your car's durability by, uh, by not accounting for that bump. And the uh, durability, like if a car gets low durability, it just doesn't go anymore. But there are other ways you can fuck up your car as well. Like everything being made of these voxels, like Mm -hmm. the wheels are made of voxels. Yeah. You can damage the wheel. Right. You know, so your durability still says it's fine, but you drive really bad. Yeah. Or there can be a small piece of debris wedged between the car and the ground. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's where kind of the chaos physics come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you try again. It maybe doesn't happen the next time. <laughs> well, also some of the chaos that I love in this, just to laugh out loud moments uh, where it's just like, okay, I failed, but I failed in an entertaining way. You know, I've got to drive these cars into the ocean. Right. And that entails jumping out at the last minute. Um, and sometimes that just doesn't happen or you jump out uh, uh, at a little bit too late and you still have the momentum. Uh, from your car and you end up careening into the ocean with it and you can't get back out of the water in time. It's great. Yeah. That momentum is what I was talking about when it's like, Oh, if I crash into the stairs and mm-hmm. then I'll just like get out and start climbing up them immediately. Yeah. Don't worry. Like you bl- can use that momentum. <laughs> you'll be blown clear. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> 100%. Like, and it works yep. like you can fling yourself. There's another mission you do here later. Uh, there's a lot of missions that we're going to talk about. They do blend together yeah. in my brain because you're in the same location. There's another one where I wasn't stealing cars. Uh, I was just using them to get around Yeah, where I used, you know, the car jumped out of it while still moving to launch myself up into the cabin, <laughs> you know, basically into the sky. Like it's great. Mm-hmm. It's real fun. Very satisfying. Yeah. Uh, and very, uh, one of them, uh, to give you kind of throw you a bone. One of the cars is on a, uh, on a truck. Yeah. Already. Um, which means you can get that right next to the ocean because mm-hmm. the alarm is attached to the, uh, the carrier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have not personally found a way to get all six of these, but I've gotten five. 
Uh, and it's pretty, uh, it's pretty satisfying. Basically, on any of these missions, I don't know if there's a mandatory target that requires you to go out to that little uh, seaside cabin, uh, which is mm-hmm. which is nice. That that is almost always a, uh, you know, a challenge location. Big time suck. Yeah. The way that uh, speedrunners do all the the either speedrun the game and do all the objectives is that there's a trick where uh, if an object has two pieces. Mm-hmm to it so if it's attached to something you can use it to fly hmm. uh, you can just straight up fly on it <laughs> so speedruns of this game are really fun to watch because it's constantly like throwing a plank at the ground shooting it with a shotgun and then going <laughs> like zipping off <laughs> yeah. on this uh, hoverboard nice uh, into space it's real cool <laughs> i want to learn how to do it just for again because it's fun to fuck around in this world yeah yeah it'd be fun to, fun to be able to fly yeah uh after you do this you get a new tool uh, pipe bombs. So uh, pipe bombs, you cannot place them, you know, with, with absolute accuracy and they don't cause a huge explosion, but they're still useful. Yeah. Uh, this is good. Uh, uh, if you are uh, trying to destroy something, but you cannot run over to it, uh, especially if it's a, uh, you know, the, the, the timer is up. It's like, all right, I can do a hail Mary just as I'm running by, I will whoop, throw that out and hope the explosion gets it. Yeah. Yeah, and a little bit uh, bigger explosion than the uh, shotgun. Yes. Especially from a distance. Yeah. Uh, this takes us to heavy lifting. This is a mission, Elite Chemicals. Uh, Detective Turdeman email saying, hey, there's probably going to be some incriminating information inside of Lee's saves. Uh, we need to grab a few of them. Uh, this is a real fun mission, again, because uh, uh, you're doing the, uh, you know, how do I move these very heavy objects in the Lee Chemicals environment? Um, and, uh, very specifically, there are two safes that are in buildings that are, that are across from each other, um, over this little alley and, uh, figuring out a way to get both of them into a dump truck is very fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and there are also optional trucks you can, you can attempt to get, uh, in there. We've already been, yeah. you know, to, to, to this level, we basically know what it's like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I imagine this episode will speed up a little bit as we, know the locations yeah you know there's still one more new location uh that's coming up or two more new locations mm-hmm. uh, that are coming up uh but for now it's like we kind of know the business it's the geometry did not change very right. much it's kind of a testament to how cool and dense these levels are that they can just move your objectives mm-hmm. uh, a little bit and make them feel like a fresh experience yeah yeah uh one of my favorite levels is the next one in this uh the tower uh Wu emails you and says like, Hey, Lee is completely overreacting about me rescuing those two luxury cars. <laughs> uh, so I need to get revenge, knock over the iconic water tower that his dad built when he made the company, mm-hmm. uh, get this down to size. Um, and this is, uh, one where you get a temporary new item, uh, bombs. Like these are like C4 charges you mm-hmm. put on a wall or timer based. Um, but there's not, uh, an alarm alarm. And this, it's how do we take down this building or take down this tower a certain amount while keeping fires under control? Yeah, that's your only constraint. Um, and yes. it, you're not really going to run into it because it's a brick building. Like all of the wood stuff is on the inside. And you have a fire extinguisher. Mm-hmm. Um, these freeform time limit lists, like just how do you destroy this in a fun way? Mm-hmm. Levels uh, I'm very fond of. Yeah. Uh, as like really good pacing breathers. Yeah. You know, from the from the tension of trying to execute something. I wish there were more of them here. There are more of them in part two. They 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 got a little more canny about using those. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also wish there were more of them. Yeah. Um 
but yeah, this one's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, you know, set up your bombs. This is also, uh, you've already learned this, but if you were trying to knock over this tower in real life, you'd put bombs on one side yeah. and then wait, we just do the rest. So <laughs> this is possibly the most ludicrous you can get of like an entire tower standing up on one brick. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, there's a map in part two that explicitly requires you to, uh, blow stuff away on one side. I don't know how they managed to get that to work there and not here. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I eventually figured out a way to, but really all you have to do is like blow away more of one side of the base than the other. Um, and, mm-hmm. uh, and then just blow the side away from the direction you want to want it to fall last. Like I got, I just, I got rid of this by making it tip into the tip into the canal and it ended up working just yeah. fine. Uh, also like this can end up being held up by the, like the weird vents that are running, mm-hmm. uh, from either side. So that's going to be one of the first things you want to cut away. Yeah. Yeah. The support vents, <laughs> there are vehicles you can use on this as well, but the, it's hard to maneuver yeah. around because it's a, it's a very tight space. It's right up against the water too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, after you take this out, um, Tracy emails you and says, Hey, our work's going well. But listen, uh, apparently there's some maniac running around, <laughs> uh, you know, blowing everything up and doing horrible stuff, not working for the cops. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Yeah. Uh, uh, kind of an infamous mission here. Uh, fine arts. This one takes us to the Wu estate. Um, Lee emails and says, hey, uh, Wu took it too far. He went after my dad's penis. I mean, his tower. Uh, yep. So yeah. we're going to hit back in the only place that'll really hurt. Uh, his irreplaceable art collection. Uh, so we're going to go back to the Wu estate and there are six total paintings that you need to get. Uh, and these are spread uh, uh, to all corners of the compound. Uh, you're not stealing the cars, which are their own means of conveyance. Uh, so you have to end up uh, being a little bit more canny about kind of setting up your transport between the different targets. Yeah. And the, and the, the game's very intentionally uh, the level set out for that. There are a lot yeah. of just bonus cars mm-hmm. of multiple stripes. Yeah around uh there's like work workhorse sedans uh and race cars available at most of these junctions mm-hmm. so you get to choose uh this is the one where i crash and i just launch myself up into the cabin uh to get there um yeah, I, real fun level i didn't launch myself up into the ca- uh, over to the cabin uh what i did there's kind of a sloped ramp um over by the guest house uh with that that so you can steal a car in the showroom drive it up that sloped ramp which would normally lead to the garden because of the way the physics work and because of the way the level is laid out instead you launch up and into the second floor (laughs) into the second floor of the mansion uh into Wu's bedroom uh through the window there Uh, and that is the quickest way to get from low to high and this is one of the few missions where it ended up working out that you could do that um, normally I end up working high to low just because again, falling is faster than climbing. Yeah. I think I started in, in the bedroom, if I recall. Okay. I, in fact, I know I started in the bedroom and then I had, uh, the hallway that goes out of his bedroom, mm-hmm. uh, it had a hole in the floor and a car below that. Oh yeah. So, uh, running out and then falling that hole. When I talk about it, like speed run optimization, like things like, um, you can be a distance away from a car mm-hmm. and if you click the drive button, you'll teleport. Yes. To it. So getting that, you know, executing that, they're like, you know, frame perfect, uh, <laughs> pressing E, mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, to get in there. That was a big part of my journey for this. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Next mission, we get a new guy, a new contact who has heard about and appreciates our work. Um, this mm-hmm. mission is called Tool Up. It takes place in the marina. 
uh, we get an email from this guy, Anton Wolf. He's a construction company owner, uh, says, Hey, uh, there's some construction happening at the Marina around this new dock or something. Uh, can you steal me some of those high end tools that they're using? Yes. Yeah. Uh, there, one of the targets is on this barge that's over by the tag, uh, cabins. You can cut this barge free and you have to push it, kind of drag it towards the drawbridge with a boat. Yeah. Um, a barge, you know, does not locomote on its own. Mm-hmm. We had to pull it. Uh, at this point you don't have cables. So this is where I ended up using, uh, planks, janky planks yeah. and having to go real slow. Uh, I did not push it. I pulled it yeah. um, here, but you want to get that over near your, your ending point to cut yeah. down on your execution time. There was something about the physics that made it. So pulling was just way harder for me to do. I've definitely pulled it in the past. Uh, but I found that pushing was like, okay, I'm not going to use this boat for anything else. So I grabbed a slow one. Uh, in order to in order to basically use it up to get that barge across the bay. Uh, generally, and then in addition to this, like there are tools up on this pavilion that's up on a hill mm-hmm. that you have to climb up. Um, so you can actually, uh, if I recall this one, uh, I crashed a boat into the side of that and like, launched Skyrim jumped <laughs> up, up the, uh, no, I didn't launch. I Skyrim jumped up the, the bushes. Oh, okay. Yeah. On the side no. uh, and made a little entrance to get in. Mm-hmm. there yeah no i used um, a i used a van because uh, it had that high the high roof and i made uh i made ramps using the planks uh because i just moved the barge up to the moved the barge up to the um drawbridge and my path involved jumping down to the barge grabbing the thing jumping back up and then running up the ramp to the pavilion and then get, getting out to the uh getting out through to the docks through the uh main office building no yeah. i Nice. There, there are a lot of different, uh, different paths mm-hmm. through this. The, uh, and you get a, uh, a semi-useful tool after yeah. this, the, uh, handgun, which it's like a distance blowtorch, like lets you kill one voxel. Yeah. Uh, at a distance. There's a mission later on that really, really depends on this. Um, and eventually you're going to get a, like an actual sniper rifle to shoot things at a distance. Mm-hmm. This is still pixel accurate. Uh, at least it feels like, uh, for destroying explosive things from across a map. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, this moves us into art return. Uh, Gillian Johnson from Woo's insurance company has emailed us and says, Hey, Woo's insurance claims are bankrupting us. <laughs> uh, which is you know, great. Uh, can you steal that art back, you know, from Lee at the Marina? So it's not missing. So he doesn't have a claim. Uh, and you're like, sure. Uh, this is also a really creative mission. I, I wanted a lot more of this stuff. Same. Uh, yeah. There's no time limit. Uh, to this however there is a lightning storm going on that will destroy the level around you and start fires yeah uh so you just need to do the things that you're supposed to do without worrying about an alarm but trying to control uh this act of god <laughs> yep. that's happening around you it's like okay i'll get caught if a fire brings people here so i just need to keep the chaos to a minimum around me as i go about this and the lightning doesn't just catch fires, you know, start fires. It will destroy the geometry that you need to get up to places. So, yes. you know, you're used to in the um, setup phase is where you're going to be using your planks most of the time. Okay, I'm going to carefully construct this ramp to get, you know, between these two buildings or to get up this, uh, you know, to get up this uh, rise a little bit easier here, like panically making ramps or making ramps in this real big hurry while the level burns around you because your staircase up to where you could grab this painting, uh, is big thumbs up. Um, I, this, this is just a real standout for me. 
it's a uh, it's real good. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorites. Yeah, so, love it. Mm-hmm. Um, we get bombs at the end of this, so we can keep our bombs. Yeah, and we uh, take our money and build a bedroom. Yeah, in our warehouse. So we're Yay. not we're not sleeping on a cot in a big open drafty warehouse anymore. We're moving on up, baby. This moves us on to uh, the Blue Tide computers and our first new map in a while. Yeah. Uh, Hollow Rock Island. Yeah. Um, Parisa, the uh, detective, emails saying, hey, we use the GPS devices to track the shipments to Hollow Rock Island, this, uh, uh, you know, small little uh, uh, fishery island off of the coast of Laquel. Um, uh, but BT, that mystery client, is actually a company. Uh, it's Blue Tide. Uh, this company that makes this energy drink that uh, that her daughter is addicted to. Uh, she wants information about these payments that Lee has been making, uh, you know, because you know, th- th- there's a relationship between Lee and BT. So we're going to have to go and grab the computers there. This is the, like this is the game that makes getting the data interesting to me. I'm realizing seeing all of this in one it, place. You get a lot of files. <laughs> uh, this you upload the combat data <laughs> quite a bit because uh, it could be anything. Mm hmm. You know, uh, it's the, the issue with like, uh, getting the data in like, you know, Batman Arkham Knight or something, uh, is that you're just doing the same thing you always do yeah, uh, to get the data and Batman Arkham Knight, you know, the, the combat in that game is good, mm-hmm. but those games like live and die more on the context yeah. that's surrounding what you're doing. Teardown, it does not matter the context. No. You know, the the story of this and what you're doing, it's kind of fun, but it barely matters. Right. Really, you just want to engage in these play spaces. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more uh freeform and goofy and expressive. Yeah. So I don't care if I'm collecting data or if I'm collecting, you know, anything. Yeah. Kind of doesn't matter. Uh, it being, you know, data or GPS devices doesn't matter. The placement is more important because it is yes. trying to get me to figure out how to get between these three points in the shortest amount of time. Which is always going to be more of a puzzle than how do I fight these three dudes guarding data mm-hmm. versus three dudes guarding the penguin? <laughs> you know, it, it, it doesn't actually change it enough. Right. Um, there like you could reskin this as you are donkey kong and you're collecting bananas and i still like it yeah that's how much you know it's it the core of it is fun and compelling mm-hmm. yeah um hollow rock rules yeah this is a great map uh it's a it's a big kind of resort but it also has like a prison on it mm-hmm. uh, there's a gift shop um you know lots of height differences it's like this rocky little island village almost yeah uh, there's a lighthouse at the center. There are all kinds of um, uh, chemical man- manufacturing buildings and warehouses on one side, uh, mm-hmm. like the, the kind of the main uh, the, the main mountain with some of the mansions on top, some of the uh, resort area uh, that is completely hollowed out like the, it's, a, it's a cave like with like where the old fishery used to be. Uh, mm-hmm. And like there's still the equipment from that and also still some of the fish from that uh, littered yeah, about. Spooky. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's great. Uh, you know, really, really fun yeah. uh, to make your way through this and get those things. Yeah. Uh, the next, we didn't talk about this, but there are also optional missions. Yes. And not just optional objectives. I never did this one because I oh. could not do the driving. Okay. Uh, this introduces uh, the speed 
uh, deal here where Lee's like, hey, here's how you humiliate Wu, break into his house and beat his record time on the racetrack. <laughs> uh, and I went in there and I tried it, you know, a couple of times. Uh, but I, I just can't get the hang of driving fast in this engine. So this is really interesting because, uh, on the face of it, this seems like it's okay. Master our driving engine, you know, like, okay. Mm -hmm. It's real floaty, especially when you're doing fast cars. And though this track isn't very huge, it has, so, you know, some really tight curves. Uh, you can, you know, I, I can break the record. I can get under 30 seconds. Uh, using the sports cars that are here. That's not really that big of a concern. You just have to know how to use the handbrake uh, mm -hmm. and uh, drift because when you're out of control, you're in control, I think is how that goes when you're Tokyo drifting. Um, mm -hmm. The actual puzzle of this, you know, so the <laughs> there are uh, different uh, optional goals for this. So the, the times are 30 seconds, um, uh, 25 seconds, and 20 uh, I don't know if there is a way to, um, you know, get down to that lowest one by playing fair. Uh, but this is a game that is all about modifying the map. Uh, and once you figure out the way that the uh, racetrack works, what you can do. So is uh, it really it's gauging your time by checking uh, uh, when you go through these checkpoints, uh, mm -hmm. which are these gates that are suspended over these uh, on these scaffolds over the course. Uh, and these gates are attached to power, uh, on these, uh, on these light poles. What you can do, um, is cut down the scaffolding, cut the gates off of the, off of the supports, um, and then move those, uh, to where you can just drive in a quick circle around them. <laughs> you know, oh, nice. the, 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 the placements of them are still limited by the length of, by the lengths of their, uh, of their cables. Um, and you still need to do a little bit of off-roading to, you know, to make it work, but like, you know, the, the highest one that you get is you know, 30 seconds to beat. My final time was beneath. It was under 15 seconds getting this done. Yeah. With, with the cheat, with the cheat. Yeah. And just like, yeah, once I perfect. realized, once I looked at it, I saw, oh, there are cables leading to those. I wonder if, oh shit. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, because I thought that the I thought the the secret initially was off roading, and that's how I got the second you know the the the, the second optional objective, or the first optional objective rather the twenty five seconds. But then I got the twenty by actually just modifying the course. Yeah, nice. <laughs> the uh, finishing it gets you the cable, uh, which we talked about. This is used for dragging and towing, and is very useful. Uh, it's a lot stronger than planks. Yes, and uh, and less janky. Mm -hmm. So. Um, of limited numbers of them yeah. but you can set up many of them to uh to make something more secure i love how bouncy they are <laughs> yeah and they're very bouncy uh it's real fun yeah uh this leads us into the next the next mandatory mission is called insurance fraud uh this is at Wu's estate as well uh we email says like hey i'm really frustrated with my insurance company they're dragging their feet on these payouts so can you quote unquote steal uh some of my cars and raise the total uh, <laughs> on um and uh you know astute uh, viewers will know we've already stolen many cars. of his cars. Yeah. Yeah. For, uh, from this guy. So there is an element of, I'm really glad that part two from when I poked into it is like really upping the number of the, the number of variety of like kind of things you're doing. Yeah. Uh, this, because it does, uh, when you're playing the game, there's enough space mm -hmm. between these things, but talking about them does make it sound maybe more repetitious than it really is. Yeah. Or than it feels in, uh, you know, in execution. Mm-hmm. 
Like it does feel a little bit like we just did this. Yeah. Uh, something that is nice as well is you're going to get uh, a handful of optional missions. Like I think some of the missions we talked about were optional. I just didn't treat them as optional in, in the notes. You oftentimes have a choice between two and three missions that you can do. If you decide, oh, I just did a, I just did a, you know, car stealing mission. I don't want to do that again. Take me over to this destruction mission, etc. Yeah, yeah. I think there's one optional mission before this. Yeah, uh, we talked about. There aren't very many optional missions in a general sense. I think there's only two or three. Yeah, I think the tool one was optional. That that could be. Yeah, but that that one's also easy and fun. Yes. So the um yeah uh but yeah we're stealing cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, you only need to steal three of them. Uh, there are six total available here. This is the one where the cars are attached to mo- mobile uh, security devices. Uh, and there are just a ton of them that are this way. So, you know, doing this one optimally is a little bit tedious. Like one's attached to this generator. Uh, so, you you know, I'm like I couldn't find a way to move it um, without uh, without breaking the cable. So it was like, okay, drive the car a little bit, drag the generator in front of it to give myself a little bit of a lead, drive the car a little bit. Um, I moved, I think three of them, uh, close as, as close as possible, um, in order to get the, uh, in order to get, uh, all of the optional, uh, kind of stuff. If you're just doing the mandatory ones, it's relatively, you know, it's basically the same as the one before. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, this moves us into a wet affair. Uh, Gillian Johnson emails us uh, saying the insurance company can't keep Will around anymore. Uh, dump his safes in the water to ruin the insurance paperwork. We're going to make it seem like he never had insurance with us. <laughs> Constant like gaslight wars among the wealthy. Yep. <laughs> um, there's no moving the safe alarm, but they have a moisture alarm on it. Yeah. So once you uh, dump one of them, the timer starts and the uh, twist here is that's raining. Yep. Uh, I love this mission uh, <laughs> because I ended up doing a lot of weird shit like creating umbrellas or moving umbrellas uh-huh. <laughs> uh, to to create little paths for the safes. How'd you how'd you uh, make umbrellas? Because I, I relied on the I, box truck. Oh, I, I we just cut them down and lean them. Oh, like just physics shit. Okay. So the uh, the safe, the big one that you have to do end over end that's on the little bridge. Uh-huh. Uh, at the top, I blew out the floor so it'd fall down below. And then there's a short space to the pool. Uh, there are the pools. The other trick of this is you have to yeah. realize you don't have to take things to the ocean. Um, and then took umbrellas from the, uh, other pool, mm-hmm. the pool to the South and carried them up. Okay. Uh, and then lean them on each other to make a little canopy. Nice. To get them safe closer. I didn't even think about umbrellas because, uh, you know, you do not end up, uh, you know, it's not instantaneous if rain hits them. It's just, uh, if enough rain hits it in a short, in a short enough amount of time. So like you could definitely do like a leapfrog kind of thing, Mm -hmm. uh, with those. That is smart. I didn't think about that. No, I ended up, uh, I ended up taking the, the box truck around, uh, and it's fun just because of the jank as you're loading these in, you're going to start breaking, uh, the sides and maybe the top off mm-hmm. depending on the angle of loading. So by the end of it, I'm just driving around this absolutely destroyed, uh, box truck, um, desperately hoping that the stuff inside doesn't shift or the cables and planks don't break to where <laughs> One of the saves mm-hmm. gets exposed to the rain uh, before I can drive the entire this entire thing uh, into the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very good. Uh, <laughs> I like I like this mission quite a bit. Yeah, I also like the next mission uh, quite a bit. The next mission's great. Maybe my favorite mission in the game. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, especially if you get this uh, this rocket launcher, that helps out. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Well, even if you don't, there are many rocket launchers on site. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, this, <laughs> yeah. Covert chaos is the mission. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is at Evertides Mall. We're back, baby. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, instead of this time, uh, instead instead of taking down a cultural heritage site, uh, we get uh, uh, our construction guy, Anton Wolf. He really, really wants the job of replacing the Evertides Mall food court uh, with a parking garage which seems weird, uh, but mm-hmm. uh, can't get that job if the job doesn't exist. Uh, so we need to help along with little with a little bit of, uh, let's say, on-spec uh, demo work. Uh, and what we have uh, to... <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's very clever. Like, you do it during a fireworks celebration. Yep. So instead of it being an alarm goes off, you have to have it covered up by the noise. They, ha- they say they have, like, explosion sensors. Yeah. You know, uh, in there. Uh, but they're going to turn those off during the fireworks. Uh, it's also because of this parade event, it's military appreciation day or something, <laughs> which means that they have like a rocket launcher or a minigun rather under yeah. glass, uh, near the band <laughs> and just tons of missile launching tanks and vehicles, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, hanging around. Um, and, and also a big tanker truck full of gasoline <laughs> and you have as much time as you want to like prep this stuff. But then once you uh, set it off, you have two minutes yeah. to destroy this part of the mall, uh, and get away. Well, it's not setting it off. You set everything up and then you go rest in your van until the, until oh, the yeah. fireworks display starts. Speed. Yeah. <laughs> but I just love, so you just setting up my own like miniature Waco, just surrounding this place, uh, with tanks and the missile launchers and getting the, uh, the, the gas tanker up under the thing. Um, and so then weird. just running and you're running between them, between these stations to fire and destroy this. You only have to destroy 50% of it, uh, with the minigun, uh, and your rocket launcher and all that. It is, uh, really easy to, uh, to just, you know, to get all of these, you know, to, 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 to get all of the optional objectives. Uh, and it was so fun that the thing that kept me from succeeding at this was forgetting that, Oh, I have to escape. And I was like, no, yeah. let me fire more, please. I want to take this thing out. Come on. It's real fun. Like this, this is a great mission. Yeah. Very, very good. <laughs> uh, and we're kind of in the, the home stretch at this point. We're not quite to the end, but we're in the last like kind of run up. Yeah. Uh, here. <laughs> um, this leads us into a uh, power outage, uh, here Wu says that Lee has finally gone too far and, and it's time to, uh, put him out of business. So we have to destroy the power generator at the hydroelectric, uh, plant. Watch out. There's hydroelectricity in there, <laughs> uh, along with the auxiliary power sources. Yeah. Um, and this is where you notice that there's a whole other half to the Lee chemicals map yeah. on the other side of a lake. <laughs> um, yeah. The, the, the building just kind of extends around to the other side of this bay. Um, and, uh, I, I love that the, like in one of the buildings at the far end is basically an art generator from Iron Man mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Uh, this is the mission where the gun ends up being super useful. Um, because you know, a lot of what you're going to end up shooting, um, is not just, uh, like, you know, propane tanks. It's probably going to be on the, on the other side of the map. Uh, and also you have these transformers that are high up on buildings. So like it's worth investing a couple of upgrade points in increasing your ammo on this. So you can, uh, have a number of shots to take. Uh, if you have not been upgrading, I think you only have six and that is not Mm -hmm. enough to get this done. Yeah. And you get uh 12 for upgrading. Like the, the upgrades for ammo are very meaningful. Yeah. Uh, in terms of amount. Yeah. Uh, the first part of this mission, uh, like the setup for it, in addition to clearing your path, uh, you know, the usual kind of teardown stuff, you start out with this gigantic uh, bomb that you have to get over to the hydroelectric dam 
and uh, set up near the turbines. Uh, this is pretty hard because, you know, at least the way that I did it, it, you have to figure out a way to get it up some stairs, which is very difficult mm-hmm. to do. I couldn't find a way to reliably get it uh, loaded up onto a boat uh, to get across. How did you end up doing this? I'm trying to remember. Um, it wasn't, I don't remember it being difficult hmm. uh, for me to get the bomb over there. Oh. Uh, and that I didn't end up doing the, the optional objectives, objectives on this. Mm-hmm. So the bomb was kind of where I started. Gotcha. Uh, out with my my route that i had created uh but yeah i don't remember it being super difficult mm-hmm. uh to get it over there so i know that's unsatisfying but yeah. i just don't recall yeah yeah the rest um, of the prep that you end up doing is blowing away some of these uh uh you know uh blowing away the the holes for you including one of them uh like it, uh, there's one target that is in the far building across the canal uh from everything else uh, and it's just, all you have to do is kind of, uh, damage the, the, the generator with an explosion. So what I did was I blew away, uh, holes through every single building between, <laughs> uh, that, th- that was blocking the target, uh, across the canal. Uh, and then I put a little X on the, uh, on, on the ground where I would need to stand mm-hmm. I had the rocket launcher. And I also like put a little dot, like, okay, this is where you need to aim in order to uh in order to fire this with the with the rise and fall to where it's going to hit so part of my part of my destruction run was like okay stand in this particular spot fire directly at this and then know that it is you know the rocket's going to fly it's going to travel it will hit don't wait for that to happen fire it run and then blink when i'm halfway across the map that's when it hits uh real fun uh yeah, it kind of has energy of like setting up uh, Frank's firework display. Oh in yeah, Deathloop. <laughs> you know, to to go and you just go do about your business and just trust that that will will happen. Yep, uh, it'll explode. Uh, very good. Yeah. Uh, once you do this uh, and get the end, um, we uh, we get the leaf blower. Yeah. At this point, um, leaf blower is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, real fun. Just you know, it's useful, but it's also just fun. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of a mistake to like you know deny it yeah i wish it was given a little bit sooner um because it is useful like it's annoying to pick up little bits of rubble after you blast something away especially if it it, uh uh, blocks you from jumping through a small hole or if it uh um, scatters rubble on a driving path that will uh, wedge under there and stop you uh i wish that i'd gotten it sooner yeah it's useful but not so useful that like it feels like a huge power yes jump you know Um, moving on, uh, you get to motivational reminder. This is a hollow rock. Um, we have two hollow rock missions before the final, uh, set here. Mm -hmm. Um, Gillian from the insurance company emails and says, Hey, uh, we want to help you upsell, uh, Mr. Uh, Amantides, Amonatides, Amonatides, uh, from the blue tide corporation with a motivational reminder. He doesn't think he needs insurance. Show him that insurance is good by destroying his shit. Yeah, he doesn't. So basically running a protection racket. He does not want to pay to protect his propane tanks. We got to show him just how fragile uh, Mm -hmm. these things are. Uh, And this is a fun one because it's all about finding this line of sight. Uh, Again, it's very similar to the uh, to the previous one with power outage. Um, uh, But this is cool because it involves like blowing away the sides of the. um, uh, Oh, gosh, blowing away the side of the lighthouse to make it happen, you know? Mm hmm. Very good. Uh, the you uh, very useful for the pistol. I wish I had the sniper rifle at this point, mm-hmm. but I, yeah, I, I don't. I never unlock that. Yeah, uh, actually, I just know it from uh, unlocking everything. Yeah, and playing in sandbox mode. 
but it'd be it's, very useful. It's a part two thing, I think, because it's more yeah. it's more useful for the robots. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, the next mission is the they start kind of really uh, shaking things up here. Yeah. Um, after we get these three things, we get the assortment of dishes on Hollow Rock. Uh, Detective Turnerman uh, emails and says, "Hey, the Lee case is more complicated." Um, our contact, uh, or his contact at uh, Blue Tides, uh, the the CEO, um, yeah, there's no records of this man existing. So you have to hack into these satellite dishes. They haven't bring us the data. However, uh, the owner has hired a armed helicopter to guard the island. <laughs> uh, so not only are you not stealing things, you have to hack something in place. Um, once you do, a helicopter comes out. Yeah. Uh, this is great uh, <laughs> because you are uh, taking cover. Yeah. At this point, it's genuinely really intense to try to stay in a building as it's raining bullets down and crumbling the, uh, the masonry above you. Yeah. Uh, uh, really, really good. And it really changes. It really changes your setup because you're not looking for efficiency. Uh, obviously you want to spend less time outside than, than, than inside, but it's not about beating a timer. It's about, um, clearing away anything that will stop you from dashing cover to cover. Like you do not want to be yes. using a blowtorch or even the shotgun really to like blow away the right part of a door to get inside because this thing is above raining heavy artillery down on you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, really, really fun. And they, they bring this back in a way as well. Yeah. Um, and the, 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 the helicopter can lose you too. uh, something that's really nice is anything that's important to your mission. Uh, you can track its location by an outline by looking toward it. Uh, so you can even see where this is through the walls. So you can tell if it's like looking the other way and okay, I've got time. This is when I am going to go and, uh, uh, make a break into the open and hope that it doesn't see me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, very good stuff. Um, after you, uh, you do this, uh, as you make your way, oh, you also, uh, this is where the health system in this game comes yeah. into play, which is so <laughs> vestigial. We didn't mention it in the generalities cause it barely matters. <laughs> right. You, you take fall damage every once in a while, mm -hmm. uh, or you can get burned. Yeah. Uh, and you just, you just heal on your own. You just stay away. Yeah. It's pretty, uh, from, pretty fast uh, healing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it matters here. Like you cannot stay in the open with a helicopter no. shooting you. It's not, not advisable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh the tool I got yeah. here was the rocket booster. Uh this is what you put mm -hmm. onto a car to make it into a rocket car. Yes. Or wait, uh, no, this great. is what you put on objects. It's the vehicle booster that turns a car into yes. a rocket car. This will turn a crate into a rocket crate. <laughs> yeah, this is the one you put on a crate to make it fly out of the way. I have no idea how useful this would be. Mm -hmm. Uh it's just real fun. Yeah. Um, it's like a little, little charge you put on it and you can activate it whenever you want. Uh, the game very nicely, you can put multiple charges on. And then mm -hmm. when you activate one, the game activates all the ones yeah. in a close vicinity this, at the same time. This plus the cable is them really looking at the just cause series, specifically just cause two and beyond. Cause that's mm. entirely what that game is about is putting rockets and bungees on stuff. Nice. Yeah. The, uh, our final mission, uh, here, uh, it's a two parter basically. Yeah. Um, is flooding uh, detective Turnerman says emails and says, Hey, the last link in our investigation is Lee's financial reports. Uh, but his plant has been flooded. Um, everything has been moved upstairs. You have to get all these. And this is the biggest change that a map mm -hmm. makes as well. Um, this is, uh, this area we've become very familiar with is now flooded. The roofs and top floors are kind of like islands. Yeah. Uh, and we can only really get around by boat. Yeah. Um, it's difficult. Uh, boats are not easy to run. Mm-hmm. 
there, and you don't get very many of them. You no. get one fast boat and uh, one shitty boat. <laughs> yeah, uh, the nice. tiny, the tiny little uh, putt putt boat that you gotta uh, go yeah. around. It's like a rowboat with a little outboard on it. Uh, it does not go as fast as you would hope that it would. Um, yeah, yeah, pretty garbage. Yeah, I, I don't like this mission very much. I think uh, it's way too spread out, and uh, I just found myself. Uh, like I I have no idea. I would have to watch a YouTube video to see what kind of strats people are using uh, to optimize this. But I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm kind of constitutionally opposed to that with this game because for some reason this game breaks all of my previously established patterns. I Yeah, I, I, I like this one. I don't know if it's because I wasn't doing optional shit. Oh, maybe. Uh, you know, just it, it was a appropriate challenge for me to do the the minimum. Yeah. On this. Um, I mean, it's also really cool. Like, route. Yeah, having having this whole place changed as profoundly as it is is really neat. Yeah, um, yeah, it gives you an excuse to do like uh, the the main fun thing I remember. Uh, the, you know, the thing I ended up liking about this is the uh, the over on the bottom of the map there is a semi trailer that has one of the uh, the things you have to get mm-hmm. uh, in it, and uh, taking that semi trailer and spending a long time welding the back of it off. <laughs> To try to make like a barge, yeah, so yeah. I can carry it over to the uh, the plant <laughs> and stuff. This never ended up working. I ultimately ended up just driving, right, uh, the thing through the trees, like clear cutting a section of this forest <laughs> uh, to to drive it. But it was really really fun trying to create a barge, yeah, for a while. Yeah, I could see yeah. that. I, you know, and I didn't even think about moving that truck. So, yeah. Uh, after you get this done. Uh, there's a really great uh, climax in yeah. this game. You think you're going to just go back to your mission, but you get caught. Uh, they finally wised up. Yeah. This helicopter that was previously like an end state doesn't matter if you hop in your car, it is going to find you uh, and it will chase you. Uh, <laughs> or no, you're, you're not, you're not escaping in your car. You're escaping in the boat. And so this picks up like immediately, uh, after the flooding mission, you're being chased down this canal on this escape boat, uh, into a new map, uh, into a map that's going to feature really heavily in, uh, in part two, uh, Frustrum, which is this very long extended kind of small town downtown kind of vibe. Uh, and you're in this boat and you're going to have to bail pretty quickly because this helicopter is right on your ass, blowing the scenery apart behind you. You could raise the, uh, uh, raise the bridge, but that's going to take too long. You're going to have to proceed on foot and blow a quick path for yourself through this entire town, uh, to get to another, um, escape boat on the far side. Yeah. While, uh, a helicopter uh-huh. is, is after you, the helicopter from before, uh, real fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, real freeform felt actionier in a way than yeah. the rest of the stuff uh, that that uh, I hadn't done mm-hmm. felt. Uh, really loved it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Once you get down to the end, you get to the, this little escape point. Actually, escape. Um, we get our ending uh, where uh, Lee ends up getting arrested yes. for tax evasion. So the the quote unquote villain, which is just <laughs> one of many villains, actually gets in trouble. Yeah. Uh, and we know that Mr. Amonatides was pulling the string and, uh, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be going after him in part two whenever that is. Uh, but, um, yeah, I just, I, I love how they say after a series of unrelated incidents and good police yes. work by tournament, <laughs> it's like freak, freak mistakes so <laughs> and also local contractors and wall repairers, uh, have gotten rich and fat off of all yep. of this yeah good for good for somebody's dentist <laughs> uh yeah 
part two picks up. You've taken all your money and you uh, uh, have a nice apartment. You have a fancy apartment. Mm-hmm. It's six months later. It's in the winter. Um, and like I said, I have not played tons of it. Yeah. I played a, a decent amount. It's neat. Uh, it really ups the uh, the mission variety. But like, I don't know. I mean, like getting into Final Summation or whatever, like... I don't know. I'm a real mark for the, uh, for, for the two phase setup and, uh, you know, optimize your heist kind of, kind of, kind of thing. There's just something that like, you know, I fired this up initially thinking that it was going to be just a fun little sandbox kind of thing. And that was true, you know, when I first started messing around, but when that timer first, when that timer first went, uh, tripped off, I was like, Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. Like I would not have, it's wonderful when a game delivers something to you that you would not have figured out how to ask for. Like I would not, I would not, I would have not thought to describe teardown as the thing that would be like my favorite game from the year that it came out. Um, but they just delivered me something I didn't even know that I wanted and it just really swept and just, I just, I love this game and yeah, I'm, I'm that super is a really into good it. feeling. Yeah. Like I did not know how to ask for this. Yeah. You know, that, that's, a, that's a very relatable feeling when it comes to art yeah, and stuff. Yeah. I loved it. I, I thought it was, it was super fun. I think that I'm uh, less perfection driven mm-hmm. uh, with it uh, in this game. So I don't, uh, it wasn't super fun to me to try to figure out the best way to do everything. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to figure out my way to do everything and enjoy the chaos yeah. that, that ensued. And you got you know, similar kind of, feelings like you, you, you got the, you know, oh, I just squeaked by with less than a second when I got to my escape yeah. vehicle, you know, which yeah. is, it, it, yeah. Great, great game for like it, the way that I ended up playing it, it did not feel, uh, super difficult. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think I feel like this is a difficult game if you're trying to do everything, Yeah. uh, in it. Um, but either way it operates on both levels. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, really, really fun. I want more mm-hmm. games like this. Uh, this is the kind of thing that like the, almost like the, one of the best things indie games can be. Yes. You know, like purely fun in the hands, not really like anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, there aren't teardown likes. No. Uh, you know, we, we can made some comparisons to Hitman. Um, there's some comparisons to like thief simulator. Yeah. Uh, things like that, but there's not, they're not direct one-to-one. Right. Uh, comparisons at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want an indie game that is just this original thing that is absolute pure, dumb, joyous fun <laughs> in the hands. Yeah. Uh, huge, su- huge surprise. Love this thing. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, yeah, I'm going to continue playing uh, uh part two because it has already sunk its hooks into me. Robots, Gary yeah. robots. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to, to fucking with it. Yeah. I want to play with these new maps. So, um, yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what can they do, Cole? Well, Gary, if people have thoughts about Teardown or any of the other games we are covering this month, such as The Beginner's Guide and Max Payne 3, they can go to duckfeed.tv slash contact. Uh, and there they can write in with their thoughts by, uh, let's see here, we're looking at uh, the 15th of May, so you have a couple of days. Uh, forgive us as we uh, get the timing on these announcements worked out, uh, because this is the first episode where we're not doing the early release, at least for this show. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, the deadline for any games month for, for any month's games is always the 15th of that particular month. Same goes for, uh, for June's games, uh, which are yeah. incredible Hulk ultimate destruction, Terra Enigma, uh, another world slash out of this world and vampire. And yeah, yeah. Looking forward to all those. 
Um, thanks, everybody, for joining us. We, we've uh, got a lot of new people on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we appreciate you. If you are hearing this uh, and you haven't checked out our other shows, please do so. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, give them a shot. The uh, you know, check them out. Please do. Yeah. Uh, and if if you're not, if you're just here, if you're listening for free, that's great. We appreciate you. Uh, that Max Payne episode and that Vampire episode uh, is go- are going to be premium. Mm-hmm. episodes which means everybody gets the generalities patrons at five dollars or more get the full episode there are a lot of those mm-hmm. you also get whole other shows and whole other episodes of shows it is a really great value now yeah. uh we think yeah and if you can't uh back us monetarily we understand uh free things you can do you know you can tell some friends you can go and uh, leave a rating or review uh all of it's there uh but most of all we just want you to come back next time uh you know we're really happy to have you here absolutely uh, what should they watch out for until next time, Cole? Uh, watch out for uh, not having played Teardown. I think that not having played Teardown is a really bad thing to have happen, and you can fix that by playing Teardown. Mm-hmm.